Welcome on to Trail Talk SA. I'm Brad Brown. It's a great pleasure to have you with us today. And I thought we'd get a man on the show who's absolutely no stranger to the trail running scene here in South Africa. He's got uh, his finger on the pulse, so to speak, and is uh, really sort of up to date with everything that's going on behind the scenes as well as uh, from an athlete perspective. And uh, we are producing some world-class athletes too, and we'll touch on that. Uh, but it's a great pleasure to welcome on to Trail Talk SA this week, Altus Schroeder. Altus, welcome. Nice to catch up. Thank you, Brad. It's a really a privilege being here and talking about such a wonderful sport. Thanks for having me. Altus, before we get into the, the state of sort of trail and, and, and where it is in South Africa right now, how did, how did, how did you get involved in the sport? Where did, where did your sort of journey into trail begin? Well, I'm, I'm probably a part of the, of the old guard who we never stumbled onto trail running as a sport. It's, it was always part of us. Uh, you know, I grew up in a typical a small Karoo town uh, there in the Huntam called Kalfinia. And, uh, you know, we lived on the edge of town. And if you want to go outside and be active and run during the felt, and that's where you run. You know, there were no tar, row, tar rows that you go and train on. You just run all the jeep tracks and little trails. And a lot of the, the older, older guys and, and, and especially our race organizers will tell you that that's just what we've always been doing. So it was never a question of, wow, oh, you know what, this is fantastic sport. I think I'm going to do this. We've always been running out in the mountains. And I'm really privileged to, to live here on the slopes of uh, Stellenbosch Mountain. So once again, you know, I go out of my front door in 1K and I'm in the mountains. So why will I go down on a, on a busy highway if I can just uh, go up and choose a trail for the day and just enjoy? So, yeah, it's, it's perhaps more of a lifestyle that was always part of me. Uh, than actually choosing the sport. Yeah, Altus, uh, you, you talk about Stellenbosch, and on a day like today when we're recording this, uh, it's it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. It, it must be horrible living there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, choices. I mean, you never know what which one to choose. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, uh, like I said, it's just say it's a privilege, and let's not get ahead of us because there are a lot of people who think, yeah, yeah. You know, we would like to be there now, but it is really a privilege to be there. No, I'm taking the mickey. It is. It's a, it's a magnificent place, not just to live, but uh, to run as well. There's some some gorgeous, gorgeous trails out there. But let, let's talk about your involvement with Athletic South Africa. You're the, the trail running chairman uh, for ASA. How, how did that all come about? Well, it, uh, to be honest, um, what happened was that, uh, and, and, and I'll give you a little bit of background also as how Athletic South Africa got involved in the first place. Uh, that's a bit of a, a history and a story in itself. But uh, in, uh, I think it was in 2011, the then uh, president of Athletic South Africa, James Evans, um, he, he, first of all, he selected a team to go and run at the uh, IAU, the International Association of Ultra Runners, their World Trail Championship. And uh, that year it was in, in Ireland. And he chose a couple of big names, but um, there was not really a lot of time for these guys to prepare. But anyway, that was the first ever official South African trail running team that went over. I mean, people like uh, Yunnan Walkup was in there and Sue and... Uh, uh, and and um, they 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 went and and that obviously opened up uh, people's minds say hey something is happening here but also and I think more importantly he attempted to 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 get the trail running community or role players 
around the table to start talking about cloud running as a, as a, as a specific discipline and getting it more organized and taking it uh, forward. Uh, I must admit that was a, quite a, quite a difficult period and I think uh, a lot of disagreements and uh, didn't really uh, went as well as he and perhaps other people would have liked it to. And he tried a couple of things and in the end he said, okay, you know, let's try something different and let's get a, a, a group of people together or a committee, uh, to see how they can take this forward. And then he approached me and said, wouldn't I, you know, chair this committee uh, and take it from there? And that is how I got involved. And yeah, and that is how from there on how it, you know, it's, it's still up. We're going today as a, as a committee. And I just to, 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 to clarify the, it is basically uh, a, a, not a commission. Now, in, in ASA, a commission is a fully-fledged running discipline, like road running or track. This is just a committee. In other words, the road or the mandate really is to look at the sport, at the sport of trail running, and come forward and say, this is how we see trail running going forward. This is the kind of structures, and this is how we see this um, fitting into the bigger ASA structure. All right, brilliant. Altus, there's there's various sort of pockets within within running as a whole in in South Africa that that are growing and and seeing e- enormous sort of growth. And I think one of them would obviously be in the, in that park run sort of space where where Bruce Fordyce is busy. Uh, but if you look at trail running over the last few years, you talk about you were part of the old school guys that you ran and you didn't know it was trail at the time; it was just in the felt. But there there has been a huge movement. To, 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 to run trails across the country. Obviously, there are places that are more conducive to it than others, but there, there is huge interest in running trails in South Africa, and it continues to grow. What do you think is driving that? Well, <clears throat> this is actually a very interesting uh, aspect of the sport, and, you know, to say about what is trail running. And uh, we've seen various groups and various people over the years trial to try to define it, but you... You can never succeed because it is so varied. I mean, it really starts from the guy who's doing 5K park run uh, or a five-day farm run, for that matter, up to a guy who's doing a seven-day desert stage race to a guy who's, or guy and girl who's up in the mountains at high altitude doing some steep climbing. So there are indeed uh, various aspects of the sport. And, and for me, the way that I looked at it, you know, every everyone... All of these are included because, you know, I just say, look, look, if it's not cross country or road running and it's off-road, then it's considered trial running because somebody somewhere is going to feel comfortable doing that. Now, if you look at the, if you talk about the, the incredible growth and, and I've looked at it over the past couple of years, I think the one aspect that we must never forget is the impact that Ryan Sands had on, on this real growth spurt. Because before Ryan Sands, I mean, the sport did uh, exist, obviously, as a sport even, uh, races, but it was, it was very, very low-key. But all of a sudden, we had a South African being so well internationally, winning races, and he was a, he was a star. And, and, and what happened is that you would sit in a plane uh, between Joburg and Cape Town and read in, in a magazine about this guy, uh, or in a in a women's magazine, in a salon, or wherever, ever, and you look, you read about this guy, and also there will be pictures of him running beautiful places. And when Landy Freiling come, uh, came uh, on board and started doing well, that even added to it. So 
people looked at um, what is happening here, so they see this name, but they see, yeah, oh, people are in this unbelievably beautiful environment. I also want to do this. And, and, and that, that I think is where it started. There was, there was an awareness. And now you have a situation where people, and, and I'm, and I'm going to use a word that, that you will hear a lot when people talk about trail running, and that's freedom. So you've got three concepts, and that is running, nature, and freedom, that lack of restriction. And that just is, is, is so alluring to people. And when people started to realize, wow, you know, I don't have to go to a road race uh, with a lot of people and traffic, and, and I'm, not even to, I'm not just talking about races. I'm talking about training or just running as well. They realized, but there's a whole world out there, and South Africa specifically. And suddenly, more and more people realize, wow, this is great. I can run there. We don't care about times. We don't care about positions. And it's wonderful. It's beautiful. And in the sun is shining or it's raining, it doesn't matter. And I think uh, right now we are, as you have rightly said, it's a purple patch, and and people are just uh, enjoying it, and they see that it's, it's great fun. There's, there's less stress, like I said, positions, times. Not that important. Just go out there, just run, have fun. Altus, I'm glad you, you brought up those two names as well. You, you mentioned Ryan Sands and, and Lundy Kraling, and they've, they've both been guests on, on this podcast as well. And, and it's interesting for me. Yes, they are, are both great runners, but they also great marketers. And, and I use that word fairly loosely because often people say, Oh, we don't want to get marketers to do, but they've done a great job at, as marketing themselves as a brand, which is as, and I always like to say, rising tide lifts all ships. And, and yes, they, 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 Ryan in particular has been fantastic about getting himself out there and, and getting into those magazines, but that has, has really helped the sport grow. And, one thing I love about trail too is there's a little bit of something for everyone. And particularly if you look at the elite runners that you, you can find a race that plays to your strength. So you might be someone who really likes climbing mountains and you like the high altitude stuff. You can go and find a race that's specifically suited to you. You might be someone who likes the, the, the multi-day stage things. That's where you find your, your, your sort of, uh, mojo, so to speak. And you can go find a race that Will, will, will really suit you on that. And you can almost tailor make and, and not pick the races that you think you can or, or, or that you'll win, but you, you can pick the races you think you'll win and you don't have to go and do the others. And, and I think our, particularly the South African trail running and the elite guys have been really clever at doing that. Yes, you are absolutely right. And once again, I want to come back to Ryan. And I think, uh, Ryan has done an unbelievable, a brilliant job with, with, with the way he has uh, developed and looked at his own career and and the marketing that goes with it and you know it is it is almost uh, you, know, you can almost make it a topic of a subject at, at, at some NBA course because the way he what he has done and one of the things that he did is exactly that is that he chose the races or the types of races that um, that that works for him so you will not find Ryan. Uh, at a at a high altitude with lots of steep climbs in Europe, and and you will admit it. I mean, it's just a question of that's not that's not his strength. Uh, and 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 the, the point is that, as you have rightly said, there are various aspects of the sport, like in track and field. I mean, it's track and field, but you're not going to compare the shot putter to the hundred meter sprinter to the ten thousand meter sprinter. There is something there for everybody, and and in trail it is the same. And we must understand that the sport is relatively young. 
uh, even internationally, and that's why we see so many bodies and, you know, all these things. That's obviously we can talk about that later. But, it, but, but you're absolutely right. I can choose and say, you know what, I like to do my 12-kilometer farm run. Uh, that's my strength, you know, the shorter stuff. Or I like to do the stage races. Uh, you know, Linda Dope is very good. Berklute, they are fantastic in stage races where they're not faster on one day, but, boy, they can last another day and another day. Ryan likes the, the, uh, the Western States, the Red Bull, where it's, it's not as, that, not that amount of climbing, but it's long, it goes up and down, up and down, he does well there. Then you get the hardcore guys, I'm talking about the South Africans, of course, like a, like a Lucky Mia or AJ or these guys who can, can really climb, Endon Walkup and those guys, they can really climb. So yes, absolutely something for everybody, uh, and, yeah, well, I mean, that is obviously one of the, of the, of the attractions of the sport that you can go and pick what you like and you can focus on that. Altus, are we at risk of the sport growing too quickly that it almost spirals out of control? Obviously, we, we, we enjoy the freedom of it. Don't get me wrong, but there still needs to be some sort of organization. You can't just, Hey, there's a farm. We're going to go run on it. Are, are we at risk of, of that here in South Africa? It is, it is quite possible. Uh, in theory, it is possible. Um, we can, you know, the, the one aspect of it is, of course, uh, the question of having the sport formalized, for lack of a better word. In, in, in other words, getting some structures and, and regulations and control. And, and these are all, these are bad words in some, for some people. I don't want it. But, you know, can we, can we really, with a sport and a discipline and activity that grows so much, and we really just go without it. But the other thing is, and I think that's, that's perhaps even more prevalent, is that we have this irony, and if we talk about the development of trail running. So immediately you would think, okay, more numbers, uh, getting more people, getting more races. But we must understand, and, and again, I've, I've, I've warned you that I'm going to use the word freedom many times. And for a lot of people, that is what the sport is about, is when I run in nature or I'm um, Away from it all. That's another phrase that you will hear a lot. I want to get away from it all. I do not want a lot of people around me like in other races. I want to run on my own or with my mate. I don't want to be uh, just on my own. Uh, and the, the other thing is that we must, is very, very important. Of course, a trail can only hold so many people. You cannot have a thousand people on the Otter Trail or wherever. In the, in the nature conservation, it just can't carry. That's not sustainable. Uh, so it's not good for the environment to have all these these masses of people. I can just give you a quick glimpse and tell you that this year, this 2015, if you take the whole year so far, we already have um, well over 400 events in uh, over the whole of South Africa. So we're talking about well over 800 races uh, spread over only 52 weekends, and it's just growing. So. Obviously, the question is, Yo, you know, we want to grow, we want to develop for this sport, but how? Uh, there is a risk that we're going to do it the wrong way, so we better sit around the table uh, and discuss this and see how are we going to do it in such a way that's beneficial to the runner, the new runner who wants to come on board, but let's not forget about safety and let's not forget about the environment. Yeah, I think you make an important point there too, Altus, that as runners, we also need to realize this. And, and yes, I think one of the big, like you say, one of the big attractions of trail running is to get away and uh, off, off the beaten track and, and not have the masses. But we do run the risk of of not having a reg and, – and, and I hate using the word regulator because uh, – uh, 
it, it's a loaded term, particularly with, with what's happened in sporting bodies in, in this country. And, and I think people are very hesitant in South Africa to get the sporting, uh, governing bodies involved because they, they don't know what's going to happen. But, uh, it is important. You have to have rules to play any sport. You can't go, you know, we're going to play rugby, but we're not playing any rules because no one will know what's going on then. You, you need to have, uh, a sort of guideline that you operate by. And it's for everyone's benefit because if you have a race organizer that's just arriving in a national park where they shouldn't be putting on a race, leaving litter, whatever it is, it, it's, it's detrimental to the entire sport and everyone suffers. So there has to be some rules in order to, to make it work for everyone. I absolutely agree with you. And, and, but I'm also cognizant of the fact that it's, it's a, it's, it's a sensitive topic. And, and I see my particular role uh, simply as a facilitator in this whole process, and then it's, it's twofold. One is that, and I, I, I call it the formalization of, 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 of the discipline or the sport of programming, in that we do need to sit around a table and, and decide, so what, how, uh, what is it going to look like? I mean, what kind of structures are we going to have or not have? What rules and regulations do we need or do we not need? Uh, and, and what kind of representative body do we need? And, and for us not to say, not to just merely say, well, this is what it's going to be like, but just to, do, to, to sit around the table and for us as trail runners to decide it. And I think that's the another point, point is that we mustn't allow other people, other bodies, other groups to decide that for us. If we really know what is good for trail running, race organizers uh, and people who have been there for a long time, let's sit around the table and decide that. And the second aspect of it, and, and, and I'm very honest here, uh, uh, is the fact that we must decide about the, the role within ASA or our relationship to ASA because it is the fact of the matter that the body has had a very bad rap for a couple of years. I mean, we don't have to go down that road. I mean, there's a, a, a lot of respect is lost, a lot of problems, scandals, if you if you if you want, uh, and and a lot of people say, well, the one thing is getting ourselves organised, but the other thing, sure, I don't know, if we really want to be part of ASA. So that is another aspect that I need to facilitate, and that we need to about negotiate around all these uh, possible uh, potholes and to decide to what extent uh, are we going to be associated with ASA. And, and, and how we will uh, communicate with them. So, yeah, it's a bit twofold, but the, the, the bottom line is it is important. We, we cannot just have market forces or, uh, you know, decide, well, let's, let's just dive in there and hope for the best. And as you've said, already we had some incidents where, where let's call them uh, inexperienced uh, organizers uh, did and didn't exactly do the right thing. And uh, just to give you another little bit of a of a of a, of a, of a, a point, um, a bit of data is that about 15% of all our events are uh, are inexperienced organisers that that organises the trail run, uh, but not because it's a trail run in the first place. It's not a trail run event in the first place. It's like a mountain bike event or a town festival or an open day for a nature conservation. So. We run the risk of of, uh, of having problems if we don't look at it all. Altus, the, the sport of trail running, it's growing not just in South Africa, it's an international thing. You, you're the SAT manager, you, you deal with, with, with a lot of athletes. 
are these same issues being grappled with by other countries or are these exclusive to South Africa? No, it is basically uh, the, the same to a large extent. We get this overseas as well. Um, the, we find that the, the sport of trail running is sort of a, a by thought in many cases, but they, the national federations say, well, we have to look at this, but, um, it's usually, usually I say people who don't understand the sport. So that you have friction there. Uh, so that's the one aspect of it. Uh, the other problem that we have is at the moment we have um, five major international organizations that look at, uh, certain aspects of trail running or trail running as a whole, and they also jockey for position. So, um, you know, it's it's the old, you know, of, of money, power, and personalities. So there, there, some issues, you've got sponsors involved and so forth. So really, it is worldwide. It is a question of we are still finding our feet as a, a, a discipline of running, and as a matter of fact, right this week, as we speak, I mean, you might have heard that Sebastian Coe is now the new boss of the IWF and Sebuka is the new vice president. So uh, apart from that, at this um, gathering now, they are going now to ratify trail running as an official discipline of running. So that is a major moment for the sport of trial running internationally, that it's now officially under the IWF, and we will now have to see how this is going to go forward. Interesting times indeed, but uh, yeah, with a, we, I mean, we've spoken about uh, a lot of doom and gloom and possible scenarios and what's, but at the end of the day, the sport is extremely, extremely healthy. We love it and things are, I think, on the right track. Alter Schroeder, thank you so much for your time here on Trail Talk SA today. Much appreciated. We look forward to catching up again soon. Thank you, Brad. Hope to see you out on the trails. Have a good day.